WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. I'm actually looking at the last thing on the rundown. Say good morning first. Well, say, I'm reading the word goodbye. That word can't come quick enough today. (laughs) Hello, everyone. It's Bill Bar 6, and we're in the Toolkit Depot studio for the next two hours on a Friday. Love it. Two hours. Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specialist over here. You can text us 0487 736 736 or 131255 if you want to give us a call. It is sticky. He's moist. Yeah, it's a nasty reminder when you wake up today what's going on up north and yeah. I think still down yeah. south as well with the yep. fires. So shout out to uh, all the fireys out there who are uh, working their backsides off and uh, all the people in affected areas. Be yeah, really terrible. careful and hope you keep your house because it's horrible stuff. Yeah, I spoke to a, a lady in the southern regions. They said they had a tough couple of days and then they mm. found out that their daughter in the northern suburbs was under threat as well. So, yeah, really Nightmare, nightmare. So... Uh, Good luck. Hope everyone is okay. All the fireys. So it's going to be a cooler 35 today. Two lots of 39, and I think it cools down next week. Railway Stakes Day tomorrow. I'm out there for Perth Racing. I'm on the super screen with Britt. Oh, that means... That means you'll have to suit right up, mm-hmm. and you're a tie man as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> 39. So I went and tried one oh, on yesterday. Man, what? Are you getting a new suit? Well, not a new suit. I hired one through uh, the suit vault. You yeah, hired really. one. Jared Briotti, who runs the suit vault in suit. Yep. Uh, and so they, it's not is, like... Is your current suit, your one suit at the dry cleaners? No, I've got more than one suit, but I didn't yeah. have one that was appropriate to wear in a 39-degree day. Well, what have you, have you gone to the suit vault and got a, a linen number or something, have uh, you? Or, uh, uh, don't uh, tell me. It's not a nice little linen number. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is, Scott. I'll tell you what it is. It is a... Yeah. It's not a suit as per se, but it's a... A suit pant, a sort of like a a, a very light grey pant. Right. <laughs> to be worn with a with a royal sky bluish type jacket. Oh, a little mix and mash. Yeah, yeah I like it. I like and, it. And and a what white... all the cool kids are doing. Yes. Mm. Well, Jared is a cool kid, mm. so he's dressing the old man up. Yeah. <laughs> and then the shirt yeah. has the longest sleeve. Because the jacket is slightly shorter in the wrist area. Oh, so you're going to look like... The, hang on a second. That just makes you look like you put a jacket on from your graduation. Tad tight, I must admit. <laughs> a bit doy. A bit mooby. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. I'm, I'm, worried about, I'm worried about you with this, though, because so, this, this could be a strange look by... Yeah, it is for me. ...by race four or five. No, purely for the fact that I've seen what how much you perspire during an auction. Funny you should say that. Well, so what did I do after I left the suit vault, after I got fitted out? And bought a chamois? <laughs> Not far <laughs> off it. I went looking for a compression top. Sleeveless compression shirt. Oh, well, which, there's a visual. There's a visual. Just wear that. Just wear that. So, so for those who don't know. With a tie. When we were doing Big Bash, mm. they made us wear sort of like little compression tops uh, underneath sleeveless to soak up the sweat. Uh. Yeah. So, uh. We're not so. We're not like a sponge. <laughs> well, you, well, I've seen you sweat. You're a sweater. I'm not Nate Jarwai. I remember how no. he used to sweat, Nate Jarwai? Oh, man. He used to have a sweat towel. He'd go out to nightclubs and take a sweat towel. You had four, four fellas, four fellas, little young blokes, just to, just to mop the floor around him. I, I was worried when, when he left the Wildcats, 
what it would do to the towel business and the laundry business in Perth. Because mm. he used a lot of them. So, so Scotty... You're not far away from Nate J. White. No mirrors in your George. I've seen you come off on stage at auction. I do, but I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm at the races tomorrow. So anyway, so I went to the suit vault and then I went looking for the compression shirt and I looked online to see where I could get them. So I went to a said sports store in my neighbourhood mm. and they have them all, but they only had the black. And I said, well, I don't want black. Well, not thirty nine. Oh well, especially underneath a white shirt. Yeah. So I've got the grey pant. It's gonna be see through. And the blue jacket and the white shirt. So I'm looking oh, for you're a look white crisp. Oh, I'm going to look good. <laughs> oh, I reckon early. Seriously. I reckon you'll be, Seriously. You'll be I better have my a... card ready to hand out, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I am WH. It's going to be the puddle by the 7th. So, um, I went to this shop and and they don't stock it. So, I went online oh. and I went to Tarjay, right? Because I just, I just need It's, it's yep. not a look. It's just no, a it's, uh, underneath. Yes. And Tarjay said, yes, you can buy them, but only online. But we don't have them in store. What sort of stupid thing is that? I don't have time to online. (laughs) So what's the alternative? What do you do? I think I am driving to Karinyup today. Right. Because Karinyup has more options. Oh, it's a very nice shopping centre. But I hate shopping, right? So I'm a a shopper. I don't know about you, Scotty. Lots of people. Correct. Lots of people around. Karinyup is massive now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, And car... Will be lost. There's no doubt. I'll go to the wrong area and come out the wrong side, and I won't know how to get back. They've got valet parking at Carrying Up Shop. Have they got valet parking? Yeah, yeah. You just pop yourself in there. You'll be the only one because it's a stupid thing to do, waste your money on. But anyway, I'd rather do that than walk. I'm not sure if you have to book it in or what. You have valet parking. Huh? I don't have to book it in. Straight underneath. Bang. First spot's right there. Just drive in, mate. Just drive. I'm not booking anything. Keep an eye on the fleet network. Uh, yeah. Water escape if you can. So when I've done that, so I'm going to go there, right? But I, I hate shopping. I'm a, I'm a shopper of destination and effort. Like I walk in and go. And purpose. That's the shop I want. That's, that's the what item I, need. I want. And I'm and they say, oh look, we've got it down on that. I said, I don't no, care. no, no, no. I've come here because this is why I'm here to buy this. Yeah, no, that's I'm a I'm a purpose. Purposeful shopper. So I bought two pairs of shorts yesterday. Look, do you like these little shorts and these yeah. little numbers? Little Helly Hansons. Oh, no, Under Armour. Under, Under how Armour. How do you know that? Under Armour. It's a logo on it. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Yeah. All right. So I got a logo on these shorts. Yes. Right? And I didn't try them on. I just put. I just said, that's my size. Like, I just got them off the rack. I was confident. I can't do that. So I never take stuff back, right? If it's the wrong size, I keep it, and then I go and go back to the shop and buy the next size that I need. But these are 2XL. Do you reckon I look good in them? Yeah, no, I look terrific. Re- <laughs> Why am I looking at your shorts? <laughs> That's something I don't care about. But you look terrific. I'm worried about you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just looking. not going to watch someone mop and bucket just follow you around tomorrow. Oh, don't sweat all over, little Brit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Standing over and doing beads of sweat in her hair. Ooh, poor Brit. She's going to have to wear a big, strong hat tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't know think, what you're taking that. I, I don't think Brit is a hat wearer. Um, nah, she's not. She's going to have to have an all-covering all fascinator then. She's a fascinator? Anyway, it'll be a great day, Railway Stakes. Got to be huge. Chris Waller's going to join us. Yes. He saddles up roots, and he's the best trainer in the world. Mm. And he's going to join us. Uh, he was here for the uh, Racing Hall of Fame last night. Yeah. 
number of people. Chris Wallace Wallace started. He was um, Kiwi. Yeah, but he was really hard edged on his in his interviews and that sort of thing. You don't get a lot out of trainers when you when they get interviewed. He was really hard edged. Now he's trained that many winners, he's going to stop crying. <laughs> he's a crier. He's a crier. I reckon we need to bring that up. Yeah, I'll bring it up with you. <laughs> oh, really? Let's see how he goes. That's, <laughs> this could be the. You know, I won't start with it. We'll try and get some information out of him first. Yeah. He could hang up. Yeah, well, we had that issue with Archer Reed tumble. yesterday. We, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, what we're learning about Archer Reed, <laughs> he's not great on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to him playing footy, though. He should be good. <laughs> He's not great on the phone. You should put the phone down. I tell you who was good. I saw <laughs> he was um, great, Elisha Hewitt go to Cohen Livingston's house to deliver a bag of goodies, the the, the jacket, the, the, the jumper, the socks oh, and stuff like that. Nothing related to the captain in Super <laughs> <laughs> A bag of goodies. No, all right, good. All above board. No, it's nice. So Cohen, yeah, and really talented. Big sizes. Spoke really well. In fact, if we could find Elijah Hewitt. Elijah Hewitt. Oh, he speaks really well. Well, I have a sneaking suspicion if we could major manufacture an eagle for no cost for the network, <laughs> he could be our man. Just get him quick before get him he early. gets really good. Get him early. Because I, I started Paul Hazelby's media career. You've <laughs> started a lot of people's I media careers, apparently. I've few. No, so I started Hayes, and you know I think Hayes is one of the consummate professionals. Yes, in the he industry. is. No doubt about that. Yeah, he doesn't look, you know, he, he knows how to work in a holiday or two. <laughs> but apart from that. He's, he's a very, like, exceptional, probably the most outstanding media performer in no Perth. No doubt. No doubt. He's also a magnificent manager. Does he do his own contracts? No, he's oh. got. Um, well, his manager is uh, Anthony Vanderwillen. Well, he's done good then, Vanders. Yeah, he has. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Uh, John reckons. Uh, did you get the style suit with the shorts? Well, no, because I. But 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 it was uh, Elsie, my my youngest, said, "Dad, that's in. Can you go the short?" And I said, "I said I don't have great legs," and she goes, "You have great legs." What for an old man? Yeah, no, the original. The board short uh, and shirt is a uh, is a look. Mm. A tailored board short, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Are we there? What are you wearing tomorrow? Nor- <laughs> tomorrow? Are you going to the races? No. I thought you were going tomorrow. No, I'm going Northeast Stakes Day. That's uh, two weeks time. Okay. So it's railway stakes tomorrow. It's huge, yeah. thirty nine degrees. Yeah, I'll be wearing very little. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to see something special? Come round to my door. I'll be. No, I'm not sure. But you should go to the suit vault. You'd look really good because they got a. You know, you know. They have the largest suit. Yeah, they have any. Well, hello. Well, tall suit's fine. Tall suit's fine because he said he said your waist is fine. He said he said you're very trim at the moment. No. I mean, He's a good salesman. What's his bloke's name? Jared Briotti. Oh, Jared knows what to say. Yeah. If I walk in there and he goes, Whoa, have you lost weight? And I'm going, that's it, I'm walking out. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to be wearing, for those who don't know, I'll be, but I'm pay, I've am i paid for it. Now, a lot of people think you go to these places and you give the suit vault a plug if you're looking to hire it. No, but sometimes we like just to say to people, if something's good. Yep. We just tell them that it's good. Yeah, and and, and I paid uh, uh, for the hire of it, and they had to take down the hem of the pant, and he said... But not the sleeve of the jacket. No. no, It's the look. It's the look. A slightly shorter sleeve is the look rather than down over... It used to be an inch over the top of the back of your hand, but now it's sort of an inch up. 
you've got to see the cuff of the shirt. Well, normally the pants are up a bit too, so you can yes. show off your ankles because you're not wearing socks. Yes, correct. <laughs> oh. I swear that started. That trend started because some really cool unit just forgot his socks one day and said, oh, well, I have to go. I'm just going without this. And everyone said, he's really cool. Look what he's doing. Scott, I was uh, so far ahead of the curve. <laughs> Scott, I've hosted many a black tie function without wearing a sock. <laughs> That's not for fashion, though. It's because you forgot your socks. <laughs> or you're darting from one function to another. Elijah Hewitt at Cullen Livingston's house presenting him with a jumper. Have a listen to this for a young media talent in just his second year of AFL. We're here to surprise new rookie Colin Livingston. Um, first got drafted today, so we've got his jersey here in this bag, uh, along with a few other goodies. Um, so let's go surprise him. And how good? All right, let's go oh, say hi. We've got this for you. Thank you. A few things in there. Well, first thing, you wear this one with pride, mate. West Coast jersey. Congrats. Everyone clap. <laughs> he tells everyone to clap. Yeah. Everyone clap. Now. Kid's a teenager. Yeah, he's a star. Except he said jersey. It's not jersey, it's a jumper. Yeah, you know where he's from, don't you? Swan Districts. Yeah. Yep. Riley Hardiman. Elijah Hewitt just speaks so well. He So um, I think he's a talent. I think that was really well done. It's not easy to do. Right, special. Get him. Yep. For nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is concerned. Johnny's also said, you're not doing any track walking, are you? You're not going to do a, a, a feature from the track as you're walking down the track? I'm in the mountain yard. That's, well, that's even a worry. They've got to get out of the mountain yard. It costs sweating. The track will be downgraded from a good three to a heavy oh, eight. Nice work by you. Uh, thank you, Roy. Very good. Uh, what about this one? Hey, uh, team, what time is Harley landing in Perth? I'm oh. a very happy Victorian Eagle supporter. I have to go pick him up. You do? Yeah. I have to go get him. I messaged, you did ask for that. I messaged him, right, my man, Harley. I messaged him. And you know how when you – and I didn't know this on Instagram. If you don't follow someone, you can send them a message and it goes down as a request. But you only get oh, one yeah. go at it. Oh. So you get one until they open it, whether they accept your request yeah, or not. block and delete. Well, I sent him one and I and sent him a message, oh. say, a while ago to say, would you like to come on the show? Blah, blah. Anyway, it worked, but he didn't read it or hasn't opened it or responded because I've gone to message him today to say, hey, do you need Scotty to pick you up? And yeah. I can't because I, I've exceeded my one message. Uh, Harley this has got John's wife all over it again, <laughs> hasn't it? Right, please accept my request. Yeah. No, I've moved on from her. Uh, to Harley Reid, now you get knocked back by him. <laughs> He'd have a, I'm just, I'm just going to go down to limb. I reckon yeah. he's got a few DMs to get through. <laughs> Harley Reid, I do too as well. Uh, SKG Radiology's bulk billing uh, have got a sore back. How's your health? Because you've, you're yeah. actually looking really well. well. I'm going strong because I've been down a revo. You have. I'm going down a revo all the time. Was there again last time. Your arms look like they're firmed up. I've, Doing the weights program of a 16 year old future Colts player. <laughs> and I'm barely lifting it. <laughs> anyway, no, we're just doing some weights. And it's all for mental on the health. Bike. It's just for mental health as well, doing something a bit different. Yeah, oh, but the last, like, Tuesday and yesterday, it was sensational. You into the gym, do our bit, because it's actually, like, fun there at Revo. There's screens everywhere, some tunes playing, and um, lots of people watching. And then you strut into the water, over to the beach and in. If they can get me into the massage chairs, they got really good massage chairs there. What, what do you mean, people watching? You well, mean, people you know, watching you, or you're watching? No, people? no one's watching me. Sorry about that. No one's watching. No, but at the gym, it's people in front of mirrors with their big weights. <laughs> do you watch them, do you? Yeah, well, I watch them and snigger, and, <laughs> really? and then go over to me 
go over to me tens. <laughs> go over to me tens while they're pumping fifties in front of them. I'm all just. I'm just uh, coming back from rehab. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I love them. So I don't actually want to bulk up, you know, surprisingly. You want to bulk down. So it's onto the bike and the rower. Actually, bulk billing Rowers awesome. Yeah, it is. Imaging services. Hey, on this day, it's just around the corner, and we've been reliably informed by our producer to the star and uh, to you mm. in Chris Clafunas that we have now got two sponsored sports updates. So sports updates double. Oh, well, hang on. That sounds like a little bit of self-insertion. 6.30 and 7.30, we have two sports updates. So if you reckon the 6.30 one's bad, you wait till <laughs> the 7.30. Can we hijack both of them? Play by me. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a breakaway. We've got to come back because on this day is a ripper today. It is Friday. Is it? 24th. Is it Black Friday sales today? Is yeah. That what it is? Yeah. How do they work that out? The 24th. How does that Black Friday? Was it all around Thanksgiving or something? Ah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Another Americanism. It's like, um, what's another thing we do? Halloween. Halloween. I, I can get Halloween. I, I get that. That's cool. That's for cool, cool for kids. Doesn't affect me. Uh, the other one is the. <laughs> the they knock on your door. They don't come to buy house. Those big, big signs going cross planes out the front. What about, what's the other thing? Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. That's the greatest roar. That is just one of the all time great roars. That is. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Friday, tw- uh, November 24, just around the corner. Only one month and one day until the big fat fella. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Comes down your chin. I'm waiting for it. They're going to skinny Santa up pretty soon. 20 past six. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. That it is for Bower and day because the little things are everything. And, and thanks to Troy from Kelmscott. He said, don't go to up today because of the Black Friday sales. What? Chaos. <laughs> Why can't you say it properly? Who? You. What? Karen. That's not how it's spelled. Oh, it's not how it's spelled. <laughs> Friday, the 24th day of November. Happy birthday. If you're celebrating a birthday, you celebrate with a man who's no longer celebrating because he pegged out in 2012. <laughs> and I'm talking of Donald Duck Dunn. Booker T and MGs, bit of green onion. Brilliant. Former Beatles drummer's birthday today, 82. So Billy Conley's 81. I saw some Billy Conley at the RAC Arena. Was he awesome? Tell me he was really awesome. Really good. Yeah, really. He just tells stories. There's no airs and graces about him. He just tells stories. He's been fighting for a long time, hasn't yeah, he? Billy Conley. Yeah. Like, battles. He certainly has. What happens Sir, when you try and sue God? Sir, in both of them, is 68. And there it is. That'll be it. And it's a splendid innings. He was playing golf, I think, yesterday or the day before with Corey McKernan, yeah. who we've had on the show. Yep. Corey's drilled one from the tee box. Ace. Done. Oh, well done, Corey. Nah, stuff him. 102 tests. He captain England 12 occasions. Spent some time in Australia Pay for Queensland in 87, 88. And interesting enough, I, I, as I say that, uh, I did a, a function with Sir Ian Botham uh, before a test match here in Perth. He was lovely. Supposed to be one of the great blokes, really isn't he? Cool. And, and haven't we adopted him too? And he, he spends a lot of time here. He does. Everyone loves him. Yeah, we certainly do. Tracy Wickham, what a legend of Australian swimming and Australian sport. 61 today. And here's Tracy Wickham and Michelle Ford in the last 50 metres. Both of them are going to be under the existing world record. Tracy has about 25 metres to swim. Michelle's swimming after her. There's only a length between them. The two girls are going really fast. They're sprinting home. Tracy's flying over on the far side. There's Michelle coming in. But look at this time. She's going to be a long way under the world record. Tracy Wickham, a great world record here in Edmonton. And there it is, a world record. 
Yeah, brilliant stuff. For those who don't know, that's the great Norman May. Uh, Tracy Wickham was just 13 when she swum for her country at the Montreal Games. No. Yes. 13. 13. 13. Uh, Marcus Bontempelli celebrates a birthday today. Go on. He is 28. The spot. Gone in front to the back. There is the bot. Bit of a sidewinder down there towards Bonapelli. Got rid of his man. It's that easy. Superstar. Absolute Bonapelli. Superstar yep. of the game is Marcus Bonapelli. Hey, I've noticed one that went through to the keeper, boys. It's okay because he's a flog, right? <laughs> he's a complete flog. Dan <laughs> Felsen celebrates whack. a birthday today. He's the Sydney Kings bloke, isn't he? He's the actor. I hope I got the right bloke. <laughs> <laughs> isn't Dan Felsen the guy who gets on Twitter and goes me all the time? He's an absolute throttler. How's a crack at Perth Wildcats? Anyway, he used to be in Neighbours. I've never heard of him. He played Rick Alessi, Alessi in Neighbours. He's 51 today. I'm pretty sure he's on Twitter and he's mates with all those other blokes. Sydney Flogs. Sydney Kings Flogs. Yeah, they yeah. are all Flogs. They're coming to town. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's coming to town. I'm pretty sure he's the, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same. But if it's not, I do apologise to Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done me homework. <laughs> on this day, sad passing Freddie Mercury. Passed away, of course, in 1991, aged just mm. 45. Crowded House performed their Farewell to the World concert outside the Sydney Opera House on this day. Indeed. I think they're still going. In 1996. Hey now, hey now, don't dream they lied to everyone. Yeah. Oh, no, they hadn't. That's... They're still going, aren't they, Crowded House? They still pop up every now and then. I think they might have yeah, sort of dissipated a bit, but I still... Are they one of those seasonal bands now? <laughs> seasonal performers? Yeah. They're the Daryl Braithwaite's. Mike Brady's. Round <laughs> Cox Plate. Mike Brady. Gangnam Style was the most... No, 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 don't play that. On YouTube. Oh, my God. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Oh, my God. He's doing it. He's doing the hands. Oh, you do the hands. It's okay. He's... Oh. I've I've just got a warm and sweaty thing. I need that vest. What happened? John reckons I've got the wrong bloke. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry, Dan. Oh, boy. And Dan, and happy birthday. We hope you have a great day. You're not a flog. They're good bloke, Dan. I remember you. Good actor. He was in Neighbours for a couple of years. Yeah, it was brilliant. What? Dan Ewing. Ah, Dan. What's not even close. You said his first name right. (laughs) Dolly, what? Dan Ewing. Dan Ewing, is it? Thank you. Dan, was Dan Ewing on Neighbours as well? Oh, is that the bloke? Dan Ewing's the one that loved, like, really likes talking about Dan Ewing. Yes. Dan Ewing's pretty awesome. Yes. Dan Ewing, I tell you right now, Dan Ewing is one impressive individual. Yes. If you ask Dan Ewing. Correct. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, he's a dead set flop. <laughs> The thing, what reality show was he on? I've no I'm, Give me a break. On reality show, he was on SAS or something. Yeah, or... it was on one of those ones, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, Dan <laughs> Felsen. You're a good man. Yeah, you only, Dan. We love you, Dan Felsen. All righty. Now, that is on this day. Wow. Dan Felsen doesn't talk about Dan Felsen like he's. <laughs> Dan Felsen is the king. Dan Ewing, home and away. <laughs> November 24. If you haven't seen Dan <laughs> Felsen, you're a Wildcats fan, get on and check out his stuff. <laughs> He's dead set at the front of the queue. Let's take a break. <laughs> it's Dan Ewing is. Not Dan, Dan Ewing. Yeah. Put it 
Dan Felsen again. <laughs> Dan Felsen for the record. Dan Felsen, we love you and happy birthday. Paranoid day, don't miss out on the little moments because it just everything. Stop talking. <laughs> This one's no good. I'm going to don't care. I said, pardon I'm getting a second one. Oh, you're under pressure. But I was under pressure. Uh, RCR Man. Mining Technologies Crafting Excellence. Join the team. And again, happy birthday, Dan Felson. Yeah. An apology. We love you. Yeah, you're a good, fantastic. I don't even know Dan Ewing. I just watched his stuff on Twitter. Dan Ewing knows Dan Ewing. <laughs> He'll make sure you know about him too one day. <laughs> uh, good morning. Yep. Morning. Whatever, mate. Tali Reid Day. Yeah. I know, I know. How exciting. The number one draft pick lands in Perth today. I've got to go clean the car. I've got to make it shiny and <laughs> nice. It comes from Tongala, mate. You can, you can show up in a moped. Pick him up in a horse and cart. Very exciting for the number one draft pick to begin his journey at the West Coast Eagles. I'm sure people are going to be flocking to the airport. Do you to just be, do they you will be, though, won't they? Really? Do you think it would just be cooler if, if, he, if there was no one there? And he just grabbed his bags and managed yeah. to yeah. picked up by by me, and then uh, taken to the club. Yep, that'd be so much cooler. Yeah. He's going to get smashed. <laughs> It'll be good. Good on him. She's hope he gets a kick. Been a long time since there's been a lot of or this much hype over uh, someone playing in WA. See, did you see Sam McClure didn't back down again? So, Is he so, still saying that the Eagles won't take him? <laughs> <laughs> it's the sort of thing he'd do. He he has said that he said, oh, you know, I love him. He's going to be a star. He's a superstar. But why would the Eagles pick him? You know, one player. And you know, have you seen their list? And blah blah blah. And he he was making noises. He's still going on about making noises that he didn't want to come. If you <sighs> if you haven't had a chance, I mean, I don't I don't listen to Sam's stuff, but Sam it popped up on my socials, and he um he just went hard again last night. He's he's beaten. The, he needs a new. It's exhausting. It's a new violin. <laughs> Sam? Move on, Sam. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Speaking of Sams, Sam Kerr scored a hat-trick overnight as Chelsea smashed Paris FC 4-1 in the Champions League. Sam Kerr on a hat-trick. And gets it spectacularly. What a player. What a moment. Yeah. Brilliant. And what a week. Yeah. Got engaged. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. The defending was average. Uh, <laughs> and the goalkeeping wasn't great. Don't be confused with PSG and Paris FC. Paris FC are a much lower, lower tier side than PSG. Hattrick, mate. You can only play against who you've been put up against, and that's it. She scored a hat trick. Are you trying to take the gloss off this? I'm not trying to take the gloss off it. I'm just trying to hat trick. Was last time you got a make people aware. The hot boys. The hot boys, yeah, not long ago, mate. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> last time I played. Oh. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Uh, an injury report you're, you're for... You're going into Dan Ewing sort of area. SKG Radiology. <laughs> Perth Wildcats guard Corey Webster could be sidelined for another month as the club looks no. to give him as much time as possible What's to wrong? recover. What's wrong with him? From an ankle injury. Okay. Ankles are strange. They they can they come good quick to about eighty percent, and then they just sort of plateau for ages if you can't get it right. So let's get him right for the pointy end. Yep. Did you know that Sam Kerr's fiance's name is Chrissy Mew? <laughs> it's Chrissy Mew. 
You remember the yeah, saying? Chris, yeah, I'm going Chrissy, through Chrissy Mew. Chrissy Mew. I'm feeling well. I'm going to go through Chrissy Mew. Chrissy Mew. Because of the Hawthorne fullback. Fullback. The 80s. He was a star. star. Number two. Number two. Mustaka. Yeah. He was a star. Chrissy Mew. Hard to play on. Yeah, the Hawthorne, Halcyon days of yeah. Hawthorne time. Chrissy Mew was, I'm, I'm, I'm off for a, I'm off for a spew. And same with Rodney Hogg. And we love Hoggy, but <laughs> I've got to go for Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> so her name is, well, it's not actually quite, oh, it's Christy Mewis. Oh, she's just... <laughs> Nice work there. It's a beautiful sports update. It was beautiful, wasn't Your it? Your skills matter at RCR Mining Technologies. <laughs> Join the team. Visit rcrmt.com.au. This is our last show. We've got another week to go. I was going to say, we are performing like this is it. Forever, actually. Do you see um, Jackie O and Kyle have moved into Melbourne? Yeah, that'll go well. And, and, and you know what? Of the other team. Nothing, um, nothing makes uh, an audience uh, warm to you more than when the bloke who's coming into town from Sydney, who they don't I mean, Melbourne-Sydney rivalry is massive. Massive. Right? It's huge. Massive. Um, and when they come in and said, I couldn't give a stuff if Melbourne liked us or not. Yeah. A good start. Good start. But when you've signed a, what? Two hundred million. Two hundred million dollar deal for ten years. Uh, anyway, but hey, we, shouldn't like. talk, we shouldn't talk ill of the other stations. No, we're not talking ill of them. Twenty one degrees in Perth. Gee, it's, sticky. it's sticky. Look, it's sticky in here. Everything's sweaty. How are you going to go in a bag of fruit tomorrow in thirty nine? It's not that sticky. Thirty five degrees today. Partly cloudy. Uh, coming up, the world famous drum and golf yeah, yeah. quiz. Last one. Last one for the year. Yeah. Last chance. 13, 12, 55. You've got to call now if you want to be in it. 13, 12, 55. What is the prize, Scott? Wait, it is uh, off the top of my head. It's uh, round for four at uh, The Vines. Correct. Bang with carts included, of course. Then you go to Bailey Brewing Company for uh, lunch after that. Yep. You get a year's membership at the Perth Golf Network, which wow. is awesome. Gives you access to all the best private courses in in Perth. And drumming golf, they're not done with you yet. Here's $200 voucher. Come and spend it in one of our stores and we'll look after you. We're giving you $200 on top of the round for four in the carts. 13, 12, 55. Call now. It's an easy quiz. It's the week that's been on SENWA breakfast. Uh, it, it is that easy. I reckon even John could be a chance no today. No chance. 13, 12, 55. Drummond Golf, Australia's biggest shop in store or Online, locally owned and operated, and love the game as much as you. What is the some prize? sales going on too at the what moment? The well, thanks to Drum and Golf. There's a uh, round for four at the Vines, including carts. It's 480 bucks worth. Lunch at Bailey Brewing for four players, valued at 300. 12 month membership with Perth Golf Network, valued at what, another 300. And they'll throw in a $200 Drum and Golf voucher. You can go to any of their stores Aussie Park, Boragoon, Cannington, one in Mandurah, too, I think. So I don't know where John of Woodvale, formerly Greenwood, is. He's oh, obviously he's, holding out. Yeah, no, he's that's been a fatal move, John, because Ryan from Australind is online. Ryan, good morning. Good morning, boys. And Ryan from Bankshire Grove is also online. Ryan from Bankshire Grove, good morning. Morning, lads. Oh, no. We're gonna what have, have you a, done? We're going to have a Ryan off. Oh, no. Oh, well, what's it? Oh, my God. Fellas, just bear with us. We've lost our way today. So about that. So for drum and golf, the prize will be to the winner of the quiz about the overall number of questions that we have got written but down. It rules out using their name as their buzzer, though, doesn't it? Well, let's just think of something. Who do you barrack for in footy, Ryan of Australind? Oh, I barrack for the purple team. 
Frio. Ryan from Banksia Grove. <laughs> There's the pain in his voice. West Coast. Oh, there you uh, go. Okay. Uh, Dockers and Eagles. So Frio Eagles. Frio Eagles. So Frio, Ryan of Australians, you're Frio. And Ryan of Banksia Grove, your Eagle. They is your that is your buzzer. We haven't done this before. I will be the adjudicator. Uh, Scotty, you'll be the adjudicator yeah. as to who gets in first. Yeah, you just read the questions. Right, All right. Ryan, are you ready? Absolutely. Yeah, mate. Nice. Well done, boys. Well done. Did well. Who was the player of the tournament at the Cricket World Ryan. Dockers, West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Dockers, West Coast, what? Who's, who's Dockers? Is uh, Australian Ryan? Yeah. Who'd you say, Ryan? Virat Coley. There's one. Question number two. Which Aussies were named in the team of the tournament? Dockers. Oh, Dockers again, Australian. Uh, Adam Zampa. And David Warner. No. All righty Ryan from Banksy Grove, you got a chance to steal the point. Google it. Uh, Maxwell. And? <laughs> Maxwell Zamp. and Zams. Yeah, we're good, Bank. All right, one all. It's one all, mate. This is, a, this, is, this is exhilarating stuff. <laughs> Come and go paid for this. Yeah. Righty-o. Other than Harley Reid... <laughs> Name one of the other players, the West Coast Eagles. Dockers. Oh, right. Uh, uh, Australian, who? Archie Reid. Oh, oh, not being allowed. Not being allowed. It's not Archie Reid. Ryan from Banksy Grove. <laughs> uh, Clay Hall. Bang. There's a point. Archer. 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 He doesn't yeah. like being called. Oh, yeah, I know, but Ryan from Australia, he doesn't want to be known. It's like calling me Tom Gossage. That's not my name. I'm the king. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> reluctantly accepting that or whatever. How many games in a row? What's the score update, please? Uh, it's uh, two to Ryan uh, in Bankshire Grove and one to Ryan in Australia. How many games in a row have the Perth Wildcats won? West Coast, Dockers. Oh, Banksy Grove. Five. Bang, three. Gone in. Uh-huh. Three, one, is it? Three, one. Still got time. Oh, yeah. One of our guests this week, Tony Tubber-Williams, lost 35 kegs to be able to ride in which horse race today? He's mm, got him. <laughs> so the last word of the three words is cup. <laughs> Right? <laughs> and the other two words are exactly the same. It's a really cool name. And I reckon, Ryan of Australia, you'd know exactly the word I'm looking for. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, you guys are casting aspersions on your suburb and what they do. <laughs> um, it's a town just out of Barrel. It's a, uh, and it rhymes with gong. Oh, no, boys. Oh, no. Oh. Dockers. Dockers. Uh, you just... Okay. What, no, we'll give what was that, bong, mate? Bong bong. Bang. bong bong. Yeah, good call. Good call. He's back in action. 3-2. Oh, mate, 3-2. Just got in. Yeah, now, bong bong. The bong bong cup's on today. We're watching Tubba. 63 years old, <laughs> and he's dropped 37 gigs. He was 100 kilos. And thanks for listening to the show, boys. Rightio. 
<laughs> Which tennis tournament is coming to Perth late December, early January? Oh, it's not... <laughs> no, it's not hot. No, it's not that. No, it's not that. Uh, Dockers. Oh, radio. Australind. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys, nearly fell out. Uh, so, United, United. Oh, it's three all. It is three all. Oh, last one. Last one. Yes, this is going to... Oh, jeez, I hope someone gets it. Right, our boys, there's a lot on the line here. There Thanks to Drum and Golf. It's three all. The, the breakout question. Against which team did Scott Cummings... Scott Kick 14 goals at the Wacker. Scott Cummings going at number 14. The best ever by an eagle. For the win. Okay. Well, you better get this right, Brian from Banksy Grove. <laughs> My memory's terrible, boys, but I'm going to go Western Bulldogs. That's who Summer kicked his 13 against. Ryan from yeah, Australia. Ryan from. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations, Ryan from Australia. You win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was my favourite. Ryan from Australia. Matt. <laughs> Adelaide. Yeah, there's the winner. He was my favourite. Uh, very cool. Hey, Ryan from Bankshire Grove, commiserations to you, mate. Uh, we'll get a prize to you. You'll get a $100 type out voucher going your way. And Ryan from Australind, congratulations. You've won yourself. Mate, you and three mates are going to play at the Vines with carts. Uh, then you go to lunch at Bailey Brewing, mate. You're going to have the best day. And you've also got 12 months membership of the Perth Golf Network. All the best courses in Perth. Thank if you've you. ever been Thank to a Perth Golf Network golf day, uh, you'll know how good they are. And you've also got 200 bucks to spend at Drummond Golf. Thanks a lot. Thanks, boys. Thanks. No worries. It's mm, cool. Polite. Yeah, really yeah. polite. We'd like a bit more up and about. For no, the no, time, it was rap when I was reading oh, it out, didn't I'm you? Up and about. <laughs> Good on you, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, boys. You played well. Have a great weekend. You should stay take cool. Ryan from Banksy Grove to you with you. Uh, yeah, well. gifted it to you. Nice work by you. And thanks to the team at Drummond Golf. That works. That works. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. And when, it, look, it's when you don't get many callers. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you have to manufacture something. So we didn't hear from John. No, mate, he's, he's scarred. He's scarred. He's, he's showing that he has very little resilience. I mean, he has lost seven quizzes in a row across the entire network of SEN. Tomo from Mumbry, Drum and Golf might have paid for the segment, but we're all paying for it. <laughs> Just around the corner after seven o'clock, Tim Payne will talk about well the World Cup wash-up and last night's narrow defeat for Australia, but that brilliant innings by Josh Inglis and Chris Waller, trainer to the stars. He's going to join us as well. He's got roots in the railway state. Scotty Ingalls. Scott, that fine and a scintillating hundred here for Josh Inglis. His first in international cricket. It's been a magnificent innings. Well played, young man. What a moment that'll be for him. Yeah, Tim Payne last uh, night uh, would have watched, I'm sure, and stayed up before doing breakfast this morning <laughs> with Brett Costello and I talk uh, of Tassie's finest from the SEN Breakfast team. Did you listen and watch last night, uh, Tim? Appreciate your time. Josh uh... Inglis' century. No, I didn't. I'd be lying if I said I sat up last night. We've dubbed it on our show down here this morning, actually, the Who Cares Cup. So um, we're just still 
enjoying the World Cup victory and... Um, uh, but I must admit, I got up. I did get up early, watched the highlights. And oh, Josh yeah. Inglis um, played absolutely superbly. So, sure. um, hopefully for him, it's a no. I did. I did. I watched all the highlights. <laughs> I, I told a story this morning. I was actually um, locked out of my house this morning from four forty-seven till about six fifteen when the kids woke. Uh, so I got ten minutes of highlights and then went down to the radio show. So um, did watch it. Uh, hopefully, a breakout innings and um, he takes off from here. No, you got to be locked out of his house lots of times, mate. <laughs> Don't worry, he, understand, <laughs> he understands. <laughs> I was going to ask you to say, hey, listen, tell us what happened because Goss and I have zero interest in what's going on right now in this T20 because we're still riding the Excellent. World Cup. Exactly what you're saying, mate. Absolutely. No, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. I was actually thinking last night when I said I was coming on, I think yeah. I hope they don't want too much in-depth about this game because, <laughs> hey, honestly, hey, Payne, I'm Payne, more interested I'll in Trump third you. grade cricket down here in club cricket. Hey, hey Payne, I'll trump you. I'll trump you, right? So it came through as what we, who we were having on the show from our producer, Chris, does a great job, has for four years, and I went... Yeah. I went, it's a pretty average lineup, to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure we need to be talking cricket. That ship has sailed, unless it's Mitch Marsh. So thanks for coming on the show, mate. Yeah, no, no, no problems at all. We're happy to talk anything else, to be honest. Uh, so so what did you think about the bowling tactics last night, Tim? Oh, my God, they got them spot on. Absolutely spot on. They were just a bit, they were just a bit out of luck, I think. From what on I a serious thought. note, though, Tim, Josh Inglis played, makes the century, and there was a handful of guys who played in the yep. World Cup, yet they allowed the likes of Maxwell and Zampa and Head to, to, and the yeah, to rest. What, what's going on with poor old Josh it? Inglis? I can only think George Bailey as a selector has got them all in a room and they played rock, scissors, paper. <laughs> that, that's the only thing I can come up with. Or they went the over thirties and the under thirties. Yeah, he should have. He should never go scissors, Josh Inglis. No, don't go scissors. <laughs> he never wins, mate. So, Although I'll tell you what, he's probably thinking now it was probably worth it. Yeah, he might have. He might have made himself a fair bit of cash in the IPL auction oh, after that. Agree. Yeah, good and, point. And I would have thought too that the Indian crowd would have still been mourning because we know their reaction to losing the World Cup final, almost the unlosable yeah. World Cup final. But they showed up in massive. Numbers. Numbers again last night. Yeah, well, when you've got 1.5 billion people, and I was talking to Brent Costello, my co-host this morning on radio, we're talking about the same thing, and it's funny because they play the World Cup obviously in the big cities, and then you go out to the smaller cities that don't get as much international cricket, and obviously they're absolutely cricket mad, and even Mm. their smaller cities are bigger than Sydney and Melbourne, so the population they just roll out any time they get a chance to see even. You know, the second or third Indian side they had last night, and the same with the Aussies. They just love cricket. They love international cricket, and they love seeing the Indian team play. So it's amazing how well they support cricket over there. Mm. Mate, can you tell me from a, uh, a purist point of view, because the one thing I have probably least interest in less than the T20 that's going on right now is the President's 11. No, these the Prime Minister's 11. Yes, yes. What are we taking well, What are we taking out of that, Tim, I, as a cricketer? I don't know. What I, <laughs> what I, no, I like it when we need it. So... Say we're halfway through the Big Bash and your Cameron Bancrofts uh, and your Matt Renshaws haven't played any red ball cricket and they're right in the mix for the next Test match. Mm. That's when we need a tour game. Not round one of the Big Bash, taking key players out of the tournament that we're mm. trying to grow. Mm. Uh, also, after the fact, we've played six Shield games in the last month mm. and a half. So why do we need it at round one of the Big Bash? Yeah, it's a good point you I make. Just, I don't get it. We're pulling the best players out when we've seen... I mean, and the one they're talking about is Bancroft, Harris and Renshaw for the David Warner spot once he retires. Well, we've had six Shield games. 
and five years beforehand to be able to make have enough information on all those players to make the right decision, yeah. I think, and have the best one still playing in the BBL. Yeah, agree. Spot on. Uh, interesting, though, Bancroft's probably third wheel in regards to that. How is that? Spot. The, how is it's, that? Uh, it is, mate. Harris is a surgery. What does got to do? Yeah, he's, my Bangers has been on fire. And, I, and I've played a bit of test cricket with Bangers and absolutely love playing with him. He's as hard as nails, um, trains his backside off, and, um, you know, I hope some point he gets another crack at it because he certainly deserves it with the numbers he's put up in the last few years. Hey, we've just been alerted. You may already know this because you are the guru down there. Uh, Rashid Khan out of the Big Bash. Yes, you know, it's disappointing. I'm actually one of the assistant coaches at the Adelaide Strikers. So we, we've known in the last few weeks that he was seeing a surgeon um, and it was potentially happening, but we sort of crossed our fingers that he'd be that he'd be right to go. So not only, obviously, is it, is it a huge blow for us in Adelaide, but I think just for cricket fans to not have Rash out here, he's such an entertainer, um, such a, a superstar, and he's so amazing to watch when he's in full flight. But hopefully he'll be back fit and, and back here next year for the BBL. What is the injury? He's got some sort of back uh, surgery that he needs to have. So I can only imagine he's got some bulging disc or something like that. I don't think it's major, but um, obviously he's just come through a World Cup. And I think in June, the T20 World Cup is, and he wants to be available and fully fit for that. So you can't blame him for wanting to be at his best um, for his country in a World Cup event. Tim Payne from SEN Tassie Breakfast with Brent Costello. Now, uh, we know Brent has a rusted on Eagles man, Payne. Uh, yes. Now, you love your footy. A lot of boys out of Tassie drafted. It's been a, a happy hunting um, ground. Yeah. And now we know that there is a team coming. It's not going to be too long before you get the first grab and pick of the stall to form that Tasmanian team. Yeah, we'll set up our academy and see if we can get three picks in the top ten as well. That'd be handy when we start. But, um, but no, we had a really good year. We had three in the first round, which is, I think, the first time Tasmania's had that since 1996, which hmm. is a long, long time ago. Hmm. And I don't think any one of those three played more than about 20 games. So hopefully the three that went on Monday have um, a better career. And who knows, in the next three or four years, we might be able to um, pinch a couple of them back and maybe one of them will be the captain and um, key players of our first team that takes the field in 2028. Well, the way it's set up, if you don't get to pick them out of your own academy, you can just pick them out of West Coast or Frio's academy yep. and they can't do anything about it. So it's not no, a bad set absolutely. Hey, who do you bury, who, who do you bury for now, Tim? Uh, I'm a Bombers man, I must admit, but I am I am all in on the Tassie team. Yeah, you'll switch? I'll switch. And, and I know people probably from other states think that's, you know, that's not on or it's whatever, but um, you know, I'm Tasmanian through and through. This is something I've I actually never thought would happen, um, certainly in, in my lifetime. So I'm, I'm pumped and I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, I'll be hopefully there round one, 2028, with a, with a Tassie jumper on and... Um, yeah, it's, it's just really exciting for the whole state and hopefully we don't make a absolute mess of it politically and it, um, we get a stadium built and, mm. and we get going. What do you, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the name conversation that everyone keeps having down there? We know what we think it is from an outsider looking in, but what about those yeah. in Tassie? How is the Tassie devil and the name devil received by Tasmanians? Yeah, I think they love it, to be honest. Obviously, the Tasmanian devil is... Um, you know, only found here, so it's 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 a perfect fit. It's tenacious. It's it's little. It punches above its weight. So it sort of it sort of suits us in a number of ways. But then we have got to get the rights back from Hollywood first, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but yeah, I'm, I'm the same. My mail is that it's pretty much a done deal. I know there was a survey sent out to all the Tasmanian people that signed up as prospective members going forward, and there was a whole heap of names in that. But I'm I'm pretty confident um, that it will be the Tasmanian Devils. And um, yeah, I think it's it's a really good nickname and suits suits the club. Yeah, I like, but you, I like the maps. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah, well, I think we'll have the map on the on the on the jumper. And again, that's another really hot topic down here at the moment. Is what will the team be called and what will the jumper be? And, and the Devils is the name that keeps coming up. And the old state jumper that we wore in State of Origin Brilliant. years ago with the map on the front is um, is certainly a jumper. I mean, most clubs have three or four these years, these days, don't they? But that'll certainly be, I think, the main one from the mail that we've been getting. Well, you did come up with the Jack jumpers, which was really weird, but it's actually grown on a lot yeah, of people. It has. It has. I was a bit, um, wasn't too sure about that when it first came out, but yeah, love it now. And again, they built their own brand and they're you know, really popular down here in Tassie. So I can only imagine what um, a sport like footy is going to do when that takes off down here as well. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, just how big is, uh, is is the basketball team? We we love Scott Roth. He had a, a year and a half over here. He's a, a good friend. Yeah, he's of a legend. He is a legend. He's a, he's a wonderful man. Just tell us a bit about the, the, the basketball passion down there. Is it still strong? It's only early doors and you've had a bit of success and been to the playoffs and all that sort of stuff. But just tell us a bit about, do they still talk? Are they like, the, you know, is it a team that they all have embraced? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, years and years ago, we had the Tassie Devils, and they, you know, had good crowds back in the day as well, back in the in the eighties and nineties, and then it sort of died out. But um, since the Jack Jumpers have come down here, basketball has exploded in terms of um, participation in kids. Um, you know, every game we have is sold out. They're talking already about trying to expand um, my state arena, um, which will be fantastic. We're getting four thousand people there every every game they play and, and I think they've got double that in membership so it's, it's hard to get all their members um, the correct service so that, that needs to expand but yeah participation schools I've got a five year old and a six year old they love the jack jumpers um, they've built great momentum the way they've been in the community led by Scott Roth who was literally the perfect I mean no one knew him down here at the time but looking back they could not have got that appointment mm. um, more accurate. He's been amazing. The brand he's built down here, he's brought a bit of the Perth Wildcats and a bit of his American and European experience and um, he's done an amazing job along with the players and other staff of building um, a really popular and successful club down here. Has Brent Costello been punted from the, being the sideline voiceover man at the... Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I, I am starting a petition. Um, <laughs> is he, they, oh, I get him on the radio is he with boring? me in the mornings. And, is he boring, Tim? Uh, look, I think I like to think I bring the best out of him. And <laughs> when he hasn't got me there in the Jack Jumpers games, I think he does go a little bit flat and a little bit monotone. And I've spoken to him about that. <laughs> Um, I also don't like that when I when he rolls in at early morning the next day he's a bit tired and a bit flat and I feel like I have to pick him up. Oh. It's a partnership and it's a two way street. Yeah, Kelly, I, you probably got the same thing. There, oh, right? I'm hearing it, mate. Oh, I'm hearing it. I when when we've got a uh, a weeknight game over here and my mate has to call the game. Whoa. Yeah, hey boys, boys, you got to drag him in the door. Yeah. Right? Boys, Grumpy. Excuse me, Tim. Excuse me, Scott. Uh, Costello, sausage <laughs> combination. I don't know if you know. We we aren't washed up sportsmen trying to make our way in the media. We are media <laughs> men. You're washed up journos, mate. We have Just to hang on by a thread. We people want to hear what we can get. Nah, people want to hear from the gladiators that were in the stadium. <laughs> they do. They want to hear from the people that were in the coliseum. Goss. You're a tool. <laughs> yeah. No. Look, you can be as you can be as good as you are, Goss and Brent, but. The 
facts are if you haven't got Scott sitting there with you, no one's going to listen. So it's, it's a, a waste of talent. Isn't oh, it? It's so good wow. to hear it from. It's so good to hear it from <laughs> someone else. You are. It's just good to hear the words <laughs> from someone else other than me. Yeah, good on you. Hey, Payne, appreciate your time, mate. Uh, so Don't you, wrap him up. Can you explain at four forty-six in the morning? There's a couple of, th- of holes in that story. One. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing outside at four forty? We get the paper or the milk? No, no, I go to the gym every morning at five. Wow. And I have a mate who picks me up. Well, he actually picks me up at 4.47 every day on the dot. So <laughs> I was a bit worried this morning when I was slagging him off on air because I hadn't heard from him. But now I have. I'm going all in on him tomorrow for okay. leaving me hanging. And what time do you get into the radio station to start at? You're on air at 7, between 7 and 9, yeah? Yep. Yep. So I'll go to the gym 5 till 6. I'll come home, have a shower, make myself a nice coffee, maybe a little something to eat, and I'll roll in down to the studio at about 6.58, make sure Brent's got everything ready to go, and then... <laughs> Um, the rest is, oh, is what it is. I've learned so leader, much from does you. Does our beloved leader, Sam Thompson, is she aware of this sort of these contractual arrangements oh, you like have, it. Payne? I, I think so. I think so. I think, you know, Brent was <laughs> Brent was desperate. Again, I don't know if Goss is the same, Scott, but he was desperate to be known as the leader and the captain of the show. So I said, that's fine, mate. You run the show. I'll be here at 6.58 and you can ask me some questions. I'll give my opinion and then at 9.01, I'm out the door. And you are that. Hollywood. Yeah, no, 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 I really like this setup. I really like this setup, and I think things need to change. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to stop getting in here. I was so here early. for Gilchrist's first show, and I was here for his last. I saw him out the door, and you'll be next. <laughs> Make us and break us just as quickly. Exactly I right. I think the Pony and Scotty show's got a nice ring to it, to be honest. Wow, well, uh, imagine that. Yeah, let's go. Glenn. Someone would have to do the rundown. For yeah, it's yeah, no, 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 hey, hey, a stupid idea, that. That's hey, a bad idea. Not only do the rundown, they have to write it in crayon for you two blokes. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Thanks, Pony. Thanks for chatting. Great to no talk worries, to you, mate. Anytime. He's a good man, Tim Payne, uh, of course. SEN Tassie host, he is a ripper. And he and Brent Costello do a great job down there. So if you can't get us... Tune into them and see how it's not done. This is Scotty and Goss. <laughs> well, we're on the doorstep of KFC Supercoach BBL and the expert and the man we follow in here. And if you want to get big prizes, big money, it is Tim Mitchell. Appreciate your time, Tim. Good morning. Scotty Goss, great to be with you again. And, uh, yeah, chatting to the, the WA audience. Hopefully plenty of them have already got to uh, supercoach.com.au and, and signed up for what's going to be another big summer. Well, we do so on the back of success for our Perth Scorchers. Yep. You know how, imp- uh, well, one-eyed we are. I was going to say impartial. but we're <laughs> No, 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 we're not. <laughs> we're one-eyed. And I'm just going to load up on Scorchers. Yeah. Every we have 11? Every a Scorcher. <laughs> Yeah, well, it'd be a good tactic. They're actually they're playing twice in round one, but it's what we're calling uh, the first KFC Supercoach Super round in round one. So I think you've got the Scorchers, the Stars, the Sixers, the Renegades all playing twice, and the Brisbane Heat play three times, which is um, the first time that's ever happened in Supercoach as well. So it could be really interesting to see how people structure up their teams this season, but I don't think you can go wrong picking the Scorchers. As, as you guys said, they've built such a uh, formidable record in, in recent years, and um, who knows, John? Josh Inglis might be back from India by then as well. And, and boy, he was incredible overnight. So he'd be a pretty good starting pick if you can uh, find enough money in your budget to get him in your team. Well, tell you what, he'd be handy, be first one, and then you just work around it. They, there's lots of different ways that people play this, but our campaign's all about play your way 
Tim Dorgestruit. I love this, Scotty, because uh, I think people have this sort of misnomer about Supercoach. You've got to be like crunching the numbers on a spreadsheet and be a bit of a stats nerd to be good at Supercoach and to excel. But, but I know in Supercoach AFL, we've we've had people that just go hell for leather and use all their trades by about round 15 and don't really do things all that tactically and they've still finished right up the top of the overall ranks for the year. So, yeah, we're running this uh, campaign this summer, which is called a Play Your Way and gives people a chance to have a look at what sort of super coach they are and some of the examples of those like we've got the the stats guru which I just touched on there and then you've got the the diehard which oh, I sort of call the nuffy which is probably where I fit in I think and um, then you've got the the the, uh, the coaches at the other end of the scale sort of the ones that play more socially or your social butterfly and your rookies as well playing for the first season but um, yeah I think that's something that, that people often get wrong about super coach you think you've got to um, yeah have, have this maths brain to be really good at it but we've seen uh, all throughout all the different years and the different formats of Supercoach that you can go all the way from being a rookie player to being a diehard and, and you can still go well in the game. Oh, yeah. And I, and I think what we're going to see in the Big Bash, I think there's a, be a renewed enthusiasm for the competition, the revised way that the competition has been run. You've already mentioned the, those Super Rounds early, but also the fact is I think we're going to see a lot more of the best of the best available talent. Hey, is Mike Hussey back on board? I thought he was all washed up and gone, but don't tell me he's back as the Supercoach KFC main man. No, no, we've put him back, guys. He's back on again. He loves his, he loves his KFC Supercoach stuff. So I was only talking to him yesterday. We were uh, running through the, the impact of the Prime Minister 11, Anthony Albanese. He's named uh, his squad to face Pakistan early next month. And um, I mentioned that Brisbane Heat play three times in round one. Albo's gone and picked uh, four of the best players from the Brisbane Heat in that squad. So He's taken out a couple of guns like Michael Nisa and, and Jimmy Pearson early in the BBL. But as you say, um, I think there was like a bit of a um, sort of renewed uh, sense of sort of excitement around the BBL last season and um, seems to be like it's sort of trending back up, which is, is really good to see and um, obviously adds that sense of excitement to KFC Supercoach as well. So there's some really good draftees that are coming in as well. Um, plenty of good internationals that you can pick in your team too. And yeah, I think it's going to be um, sort of really exciting summer of cricket, even though they have... Um, Gone, uh, gone the way of, I think it's shortened to 10 games this year as well, which means that uh, nine rounds of KFC Supercoach. So it's going to be um, short and, and frenetic, but it's going to be another great summer of Supercoach again. Very much so. Looking forward to it. So how do we enter? In simple terms, how yeah. do we enter? How do we how play much do we win? way? How much are we going to win? <laughs> Well, 20, 25K is the overall prize, Scotty. But Thank you. Incredibly, the same blokes won it two years in a row. It's the first time it's ever happened. Wow. Um, for, for, for one guy to turn, Andrew Langley's his name. And, yeah, two years in a row he's won. So, I think two years ago he came from 11th with a round to go and he won. Last year he pretty much just brained it and was in front for about the last four or five rounds. So, he's very hard to, to beat and um, certainly knows he's KFC Supercoach BBL. But if you can beat him, 25K is the overall prize. And uh, you can head to supercoach.com.au uh, and empty your team today and there's plenty of um, sort of beginner guides and all that for uh, people playing for the first time as well about the, the sort of players that you should be picking for uh, for round one and, and how you should do your trades and, and all the rest for the summer as well so uh, yeah plenty of expert advice to help you help guide you through the summer as well. And you're trying to knock this bloke off his perch Goss. He yeah. sounds like he's quit work and he's just doing this all the time. Sounds like oh, he needs to get Scotty, a lot. I'm trying. I'm trying. I've been trying for a season and a half now, and I still can't do it. So Andrew if anyone can, please. We can't have a three-time winner. No. That'd be too much. Yeah, yeah exactly right. He's peaked. He's peaked. Supercoach.com.au. Get in there. Play your way at supercoach.com.au. KFC Supercoach is back, and we'll be checking with Tim Mitchell throughout the season. Tim, appreciate your time, as always. Thanks again, boys.
Ah, a bit of Western Front action. Finish things up, the King. Thank you very much. Uh, we are receiving messages about the uh, the social media rage that is uh, has formed overnight involving Australian basketball star Josh Giddy. And I, I'm trying to find a story on it. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure it's a, news yet. I'm finding a lot of social media fallout from it and uh, we have no comment to make, but uh, it from the outside looking in, he's got a bit on his plate. Uh, Josh Giddy, the NBA superstar from Australia, and I'm sure that'll be played out uh, and he's playing out as we speak. Uh, but again, be careful of social media because it's not everything it's cracked up to be. Not that we have any comment to make. Let's get a break away. A sports update not too far away. Uh, we're going to be chatting all things Ladbrokes, of course. Big weekend of racing right here in Perth with the railway stakes. Yeah. Speaking of that, Chris Wallace saddles up oh. roots and he is a superstar. He's in Perth. He was at the Racing Hall of Fame inductions last night and in the elevation of Gay Waterhouse to legend status. And we'll be chatting with Chris Waller next. 13, 12, 50. Five or zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six, and don't forget, Flight Centre's Big Red Sale is on with limited time offers, flights, cruises, holidays, and tours. Book now to save big. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. James Coglin is online. Hey, James, all roads lead to Ascot tomorrow. It's going to be a warm day, but it's going to be a hot race. We're talking about the railway stakes. What's the market look like? Oh, good morning, guys. And the market is just as hot as the weather. We've got Tuvalu, $4.60. Al Safina, $4.80. Root, $6. Uh, they're the main contenders in single digits as well. And uh, we've also got Carly's Karma at $13. Might be worth keeping an eye uh, on that one too. Last up winner. Well, you like Carly's Karma, guys. I do gosh. like Carly's Karma. You mentioned it earlier today. Yeah, hot um, race, high speed. Look out for something over the top. Carly's Karma is the one. NFL, we know you love your NFL. In fact, you love you like seriously love your NFL. I certainly do. I've been uh, following it for about 25 years now, and I just watched Dolly Parton do the halftime show in Dallas. Uh, we've got a game <laughs> tomorrow morning, first Black Friday US time game, and it is the Miami Dolphins dollar 18 favourites against the New York Jets, who are starting something called Tim Boyle at quarterback. Mm, well, Detroit let me down. You spoke about Detroit yesterday, and they let us down this morning. James, that's for sure, sure. losing to Green Bay. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, well, trust me, they let everybody down as well. That was a bit of a shock loss as well. But the Packers have a little bit of fight, which I didn't see coming. No, exactly right. What about the Davis Cup? Because we're still in that. Yes, we are. Australia taking on Finland uh, overnight. It is $1.15 for the Aussies. Finland, $5 uh, to win that tie. Okay, Scotty, can you rattle off one Finnish tennis player that you know? Yep, uh, Mika Hakkinen. <laughs> <laughs> really good backhand. One-handed backhand, strong. And the other bloke that we interviewed, the Aussie. Oh, Valtteri Bottas. He's Finnless. He's yeah, Finnish he's too. Yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, no, Does not play tennis? I'm not sure he'd be on tennis. No, she's cycling. <laughs> AFLW, we're right into the thick of the finals. We certainly are. Brisbane Lions, $1.35. Geelong, $3.15. That's on Saturday. And then Sunday, North Melbourne, $1.98, taking on the Adelaide Crows at $1.80. Put your money on Brisbane. They are absolute good things. Hey, James, have a great weekend. Keep an eye out on uh, Ladbrokes over the weekend for a bit of Gostradamus action live from the track at Ascot. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. That odds update thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Yep, if you thought one sports update was enough, you got to think again. We've now got a second one. Thanks to Action, Drill and Blast. Join the action. Here is Chris Clefunas. Back by popular demand. How good was Josh Inglis last night? 110 off 50 deliveries helped the Aussies to three for 208. 112 would have been better. Would have been enough, hey? That would have been enough. Yeah, surely wasn't. Mm. India won. Who cares? Speaking of cricket, the Big Bash League has suffered a huge blow. Yeah. Rashid Khan from the Strikers has been ruled out of the tournament with a back injury. The Strikers confirmed that he will miss, requiring minor surgery after the World Cup. And the Premier League returns this weekend after the international break, uh, headlined by Manchester City and Liverpool tomorrow night at 8.30. OK, you can hear all on SEN. Join a drill and blast market leader. Visit Action db.com.au and just a reminder to the shoe bar meet your crew at the shoe uh, of Love course the shoe. yeah go meet your crew down there the perfect pre and post game huddle, pub really to is. huddle as well let's get a breakaway and come back because we are going to be talking to Chris Waller next get your pen and paper ready he's only got the one runner I think racing at Ascot tomorrow in the big one the railway stakes but I'm sure he's got 440 other horses going around all around the country I wonder if he's settling one up at the Bong Bong Cup races today oh. Whether he's even been there, we'll find out. Get his hands off our man, Tubba. (laughs) This is Scotty and Goss. degrees tomorrow. The race is yeah. starting later, just after 2 o'clock, and the railway stakes is actually after 6 o'clock. Oh, we've got the lights on. $1.5 million railway stakes, and one man who is out to get it is Chris Waller. He saddles up roots in the big race. Chris, appreciate your time, especially after I'm sure what was a great night last night, the Australian Racing Hall of Fame. Yes, good morning. Yeah, you certainly start your days later over <laughs> here in Perth, but um, you finish, finish much later as well, too, so yeah, I think it was 11 o'clock finish, and wow. for us back in Sydney, yeah, you were talking uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. Hey, mate, I know you're here today, uh, today and you're, you're going to be on pretty... Are you going to be at Ascot on Saturday, tomorrow? Yes, my yeah. word. Looking yeah, forward to yeah, it. Yeah, huge day for you. But, gee, huge day. It's always a big day for the Wallace Stable. You've got horses everywhere. You've got five going around in a big race at uh, at Kembla tomorrow as well, so you must you must be thinking that Roots is the bigger chance of the of the, all the runners. <laughs> um, yeah, just with... Oh, look, it's been great to get here after the last few years. Uh, we didn't have much of a representation last year, if any. And then COVID prior to that. So, yeah, it's, it's great to get over here, see some familiar faces that you see on TV <laughs> uh, or listen on the radio. Um, but to get them, get here and see a few firsthand, it, it's been really good. Now, Chris, we're just, we're just gonna, I'm just going to put it out there for you. This is not an in-depth racing question. Last year, around this time, just before the pinnacles and all that, we had James Cummings on, and uh, Goss and I both like our horses, and he mooted the possibility of us being your stable hands when you'd often have a, st- a full stable here in Perth. We don't think it's actually going to happen. But, uh, yeah, we, we floated the idea. We are open to offers if uh, the Waller Racing Team want to open up a stable here in Perth and you need a couple of... Well, blokes who know nothing about what they're doing. Um, is there any chance of having a full-time set-up here in Perth? Well, um, you're obviously looking for the best offer. If you've been shopping around yeah. last year with the Dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, what, you, what, what have you got? Say, I've come across blokes like you before. You're just you're just feeling the water. <laughs> I think um, I think we'll just go to the just to the local 
local pool and just see what we can get if we did, and we'll work our way oh, out. Don't we don't we'll give you a shout. Well, don't say I think you know too much. Yeah, <laughs> we've off, I've made the offer, and he's... Oh, he's, he's knocked you back in public. Uh, yeah. Now, the horse has been going to the beach. <laughs> that hurts. The horse has been going to the beach. Yes. Do you do much beach work yeah, over in... Do you do much beach work on the east? No. No, we don't. Um, just because it's been so warm and once the horses get here, they're fit. Um, especially Root, she's had a few runs. So it's just about keeping them mentally happy and giving them variation. It's a bit like a holiday, a working holiday. So, yeah, um, it cools their legs down. It gives them a, just a nice start to the day. And and uh, we've been staying with Adam Durant. He's a great horseman and mm. got a great setup. And the horses is happy as Larry. Has he dragged you out fishing? Because he does do a lot of fishing and he's, prey fishing. He's, he's tried. Yeah, he's tried a couple of times. But, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with just uh, keeping on top of things back on dry land. And, uh, <laughs> tell you the truth, I don't like seafood either. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I completely agree. The only seafood I eat is chips. But Durant... <laughs> Durant doesn't mind a cold one on a on a warm day too. Loves so you've, you've, you've got your work cut out for you to stay straight here, yeah. Chris. <laughs> Loves the footy shorts, the the bear in his hand, and the and the thongs on his feet. He doesn't even go to the track after Tommy. Just <laughs> watches it, and knocking down a few sherbets. So how's the horse going? What, what's your expectation tomorrow? Um, she's drawn like fifteen, so that's going to make it tricky. Mm. Um. So she's in good form. She's a little bit suspect at the mile. So we'll just write a conservative and just try and have the last shot at them late. Like Willie Pike does it most Saturdays over here. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, we had Tommy Berry on the show uh, last week. Chris is a uh, fantastic uh, bloke and a fantastic jockey. You've got a great combo. And I'd, I, I pretty much back roots every time it runs. And luckily enough, got it in the hot Danish uh, not that long ago. But it's a great combination you've got with Tommy on board. Yep, he's a real worker. I'll give you an example of Tommy. So we'll have we'll have races at Canterbury tonight, and um, he'll finish probably ten o'clock. Uh, get home eleven thirty, and with a jockey, it takes him a while to wind down. Mm-hmm. He'll be up and riding out our first lot at four thirty in the morning on a Saturday morning. Obviously, he won't be doing it tomorrow, but in, in fact, he probably would if you asked him to, and he'd catch the, the first plane over there and come here. That's that's his dedication. Um, he, he came in on Sunday morning to to ride Roots at Rose Hill um, prior to her getting on the plane the next day. So gives you a bit of an idea about Tommy Berry. He's a he's he's a real worker and he's a great he's a great ambassador. Um, albeit getting a disqualification for for tipping a few horses to mates, but yeah, realistically he's a worker and um, someone that we can all look towards as a. As a person to follow, it reflects in, in his success, doesn't it? Now, uh, just I want you to keep an eye out tomorrow for a big, tall bloke in the mounting yard. He'd be wearing a uh, a black pant with a uh, what sort no, it's of not black pant? It's oh, that's no, a grey pant. pant. He he's a sweater. Uh, he's a real sweater. And in 39 degrees, I'm concerned about him. How does Roots go in the, in in the heat in 39? I hope she no, doesn't sweat as much as what your uh, mounting yard producer here is going to be uh, throwing out there at the track tomorrow. Um, well, she'll be naked. <laughs> There's every chance he will be too at some stage. <laughs> so, so you won't see any sweat under her arms. Uh, very um, funny. But yeah, she, yesterday was a hot day and, and she was fine. And look, we get hot days in Sydney 
I think once a horse is used to it, uh, in the middle of summer, they're fine. And they're not out in it for too long. Hopefully they've got fans and misters in the, the stalls. Yeah, they have. But realistically, they're out in it for about 10 minutes and um, she should be fine. Ah, good stuff. Uh, yes, I'll be, I'll be on Britt Taylor's handbag tomorrow. You'll see her uh, at, in, the, in, the, in the horse stall area. Hey, Chris, uh, today's a very special race day. Have you ever saddled up one in the Bong Bong Cup? <laughs> I have. Oh, any success? I got given on, yeah, no, not at all. I got hay fever, really bad, <laughs> and um, I won't go back there again. But to cut a long story short, I got sent this horse to win the Bong Bong Cup, and um, they said, "Oh, just keep it nice and quiet." So I give it a. I, I went to Newcastle about two weeks before, and it was a hundred to one, and it won. Oh, and, <laughs> <laughs> it's one at a hundred to one, and then it went to the race it was supposed to win, and it didn't get sighted. Uh, well, big Tubber, Tubber's yeah. riding. We did a st- we interviewed Tubber yesterday. Tubber drove there. Sixty-two, yeah. sixty-two-year-old jockey. Has Tubber ever ridden track work for you? Um, no, no. I've, I offered it, offered him to, unfortunately, he said no. <laughs> oh man, sixty-two. He's, he's dropped thirty-seven kegs to get to the Bong Bong Cup. Yeah, big effort. It's a massive effort. Hey, what's your best out of those five that go in the, into the gong tomorrow? You're not going to uh, bong bong, but you've got the $1 million gong at Kembla tomorrow. You've got five runners in it. What's the best out of those five? Uh, Ossipin has the best. He's a he's a really good horse. He just had so many things go against him. Um, James McDonald rides. Mm. Drawn about 10, but um, he's a very good horse. And one last one from our one of our listeners, Chris Waller is our guest, uh, the best in the business. Do you, Chris, if I was to walk down all the horses that you train down a, yeah. a down a, a runway, would you know every horse by sight? Uh, every horse. Yeah, your no, horse. I yours. I wouldn't. No, no. But you know, but no, you know their form, and you've got people that do all that sort of stuff yeah. anyway. So no, I know, I know. Um, Look, I walk through them at about 3.40 every morning and 4.30 every night and a couple of times through the day. And I can pick most of them. You struggle with the babies because yeah. you don't get familiar with them. But once they're up and racing, you know them uh, when they're on the track. and they walk. So you, you've seen them eight to ten times a day, basically. So you get pretty familiar with mm-hmm. them. And yeah, But once they're racing, that is, the young ones, they're a bit of a blur. Um, but yeah, someone knows who they are anyway. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry. laughs> Take does. the right one to the races. Hey, we send the right one to the races. Hello, fine cotton. Yeah. Hey, hey, Chris. One one thing that I absolutely love about you. When you first came over, I reckon you you were stone cold in yeah. your post race interviews. Yeah. Stone cold. Didn't give much away. There wasn't a lot of emotion. But as the years have gone on, with more success, you just uh, you, you know you're not afraid to shed a tear in front of the crowd, which I love. You love your horses. You love your owners, and, and you and you love winning, mate. It just means so much to you. So to see that personality come out in you is an is an absolute joy from a viewership point of view. Do you just do you think this is work or this is just a, a magnificent lifestyle you have? Um, it is work, and we take it very seriously. Mm. But I do understand that people want to know more. Uh, Winks woke us up. Um, mm. We were very cold when she first started, and like one of her first cocks plate, and you keep everything close to your chest and. 
we learnt really quickly that um, she wasn't our horse, she was everybody's horse, and people wanted to know as much as they do. So from that I learnt, plus you watch it, you learn a lot from just watching sporting coaches, and you can see the fans and um, participants, people that are interested in whatever sport you're watching, they want to know, they want to get something back from that coach, and I try and use a little bit of that to be able to put something back in because I got into racing through just watching TV or listening to the radio and 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 the trainers, the jockeys and the personalities and I think if we can give a little bit back, um, we should. So that's what I try and do a little bit. I'm not I'm, I don't have the best personality, but I understand what I need to do. Ah, uh, you're a good uh, man. We love you, mate. Great trainer. Good luck tomorrow. Good luck everywhere around the country. Thanks, yeah, so we'll many get races. our people to contact your people when the offers start rolling in for. Um, <laughs> sure. So we'll, we'll be in sure. touch, mate. Keep, don't keep don't call us. Though. We'll yeah, call we, you. Yeah. yeah. We won't just stop at your offer. We'll we'll, we'll inquire <laughs> with a few others. I've got a feeling. Appreciate your time. See you at the track tomorrow. See you. See you. He's a star. Chris Waller joining us. Scotty and Goss. Uh, no longer going to the Bong Bong Cup. He's got the gong race tomorrow and the railway stakes with roots. SEM Breakfast. If you didn't listen, this is what you've missed. Hey, I've noticed one that went through to the Keeper Boys. It's okay because he's a flog, right? <laughs> he's a complete flog. Dan <laughs> Felsen celebrates whack. a birthday today. He's the Sydney Kings bloke, isn't he? He's the actor. I hope I've got the right bloke, but John reckons I've got the wrong bloke. Oh, Best no. of Dan Felsen. <laughs> oh, no. Who is it? Sorry, Dan. Oh, boy. Nah, and, the... Dan, and happy birthday. We hope you have a great day. Dan Ewing. Ah, Dan. What, what's not even close. He said his first name right. What? Dan Ewing. November 24. If you haven't seen Dan Felsen, you're a Wildcats fan, get on and check out his stuff. He's dead set at the front of the queue. Let's take a break. It's Dan Ewing. Is not Dan Felsen. You yeah. put it down, Felsen, again. <laughs> Sam Kerr's fiancé, his name is Chrissy Mew. It's Chrissy Mew. <laughs> you remember the yeah, same? Chris, yeah, I'm Chrissy going through Chrissy Mew. Chrissy Mew. Oh, I'm not feeling well. I'm feeling well. I've got to go through Chrissy Mew. Chrissy Mew. No. Because of the Hawthorne fullback. Fullback. The 80s. He was a star. Uh, who do you barrack for in footy? Ryan of Australind. Oh, I barrack for the purple team. Ryan from Bankshire Grove. <laughs> West Coast. Ryan, are you ready? Absolutely. Yeah, mate. Nice. Oh, well done, boys. Well done. Who was the player of the tournament at the Cricket World Ryan. West Coast. <laughs> 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 well done, boys. A lot of fun. Next week's our last week of the show. Happy birthday, Dan Felzon. Have a great day, everybody.